Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Hi guys, I'm excited to be talking to you today on this solo episode about being a working mom. Yeah, I know, I can't believe it either. There's no Brandon today. So I've long struggled with the fact that not only am I a working mom, I also just plain want to be a working mom. And I know that some moms only work because it makes sense financially for their families. But even if Brandon were Mark Zuckerberg and I could stay home a hundred times over, I'd still want to work. Now, I don't know that I'd work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday in my current job, but I'd certainly be putting in major hours for this podcast, my blog, or maybe something I've never even thought of yet. Honestly, I just love living in the adult world. And that doesn't mean that stay-at-home moms don't. I know they meet up with friends, and they go on play dates, and they go to their workout classes or whatever that particular mom does to not go crazy with talking to kids all day. But I wasn't made for stay-at-home mom life. I was made to be out in the workforce. Some days I honestly barely survive getting ready for the day with my two kids and then coming home in the evening for all things dinner, bath time, and bedtime. I just like going to work and talking to other adults. I like needing to solve the problems there. I just like that more than I like wiping my son's booty after he goes to the bathroom. (laughs) Just keeping it real. Okay, so... Around here, it seems like every mom is a stay-at-home mom. And I know that's not totally true because I've experienced Harlan going to preschool and then switching to a new school for kindergarten. And there are actually other working moms. But as I've encountered those moms and the moms from church, it just seems like the overwhelming majority of moms in proximity to me don't go to work, which is totally fine. We're all allowed to make our own decisions, right? But here's a few things that I struggle with about being one of the few working moms, at least that I see. The first one is playdates. Listen, guys, if it's not a Saturday, it's just not going to work for me. And all the other moms can do them whenever. So when I finally do something, like for instance, our daughter's Christmas party with the moms and the daughters, they already all knew each other and I had no clue who anyone was. I mean, guys, it was like, Every other mom totally knew all the other kids of the family, everything. They like had had all these conversations about everything. And I was just like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) And it was just awkward because I'm not involved in the day-to-day. I'm not involved in those playdates that may happen on the weekdays because I'm just not available. The other thing is church groups. I mean, basically, samesies. Like, I can't do a mom's group at 11 a.m. on a Friday. It's just not going to work. I can't meet up with the other moms to do church groups and mops groups and all the other things because I'm at work. And the other thing that I really struggle with about being one of the few working moms is just topics of conversation. When you're in the kind of area, maybe it's the area, maybe it's not the area, I don't know, you tell me. When topics of conversation come up, it's just that no one ever asks about what I do. And much of the time, I feel more equipped as a worker than as a mom. So when everyone's just talking about all the mom things, 
it can feel a little awkward for me. I mean, I can't tell you my favorite organic whatever because I don't buy organic anything. We'll never chat about our favorite sensory activities and our homeschooling activities because that just ain't happening here. Like, it's just not. I don't have the same kind of topics as the other moms do. And as my daughter has grown older, I've just realized that more and more, that the things that they have to talk about just don't even cross over into the work world because it doesn't generally occur to them. But what I want to do today is let you know that number one, it's okay to be a working mom. It's actually more than okay. And number two, give you some things to think about and to try if you struggle to. So speaking of things to try, my most important piece of advice to working moms is to just not try to attend everything. Listen, the most freeing thing of my life was deciding to just skip all the field trips. And obviously, that's if you want to. If you want to go on the field trips, then rearrange your schedule if you're, if you're able to and do the ones that you want to do. But for me, going on a field trip Number one, it's not something I'm interested in. And number two, it's going to stress me so much because I'm just going to feel like I'm missing out on all this time that I need to be at work. And then when I get back, I'm going to be overwhelmed. So for me, it's just not worth it. And realizing that I can skip and that's going to be okay was really freeing for me. And, you know, just just try to pick a few things that you know you want to be present for. Like, for instance, the Christmas program. And then everything else has to go. You don't have to go to all of the little parties. Actually, I used to try to go to all of our preschoolers' little holiday parties, but they're at 3.15, which means I got to leave work at 3, and then I miss the whole rest of the day, and then it's just a lot for me. Like I said, it's just that I feel overwhelmed when I'm missing all the work, and I know that I'm going to have to make that up at a later time. So once I gave myself the permission to miss some of that, it was really an amazing feeling. Now, of course, I don't miss anything major. I don't, I don't miss mom's teas and I don't miss anything like that because those things are important to me. Those things I think are just the sweetest little programs and activities. And I want to be, desperately want to be there for them. And I'm so thankful that in my job, I'm able to be there for those things. But there are plenty of things that I will gladly leave on the table because for me, I just don't want to be so stressed and they just don't, you know, it sounds, it sounds so bad, right? But they don't just matter to me as much. Anyway, another thing that's been really important and useful for me is finding another working mom friend. I have a friend locally here who's a working mom and, you know, she just gets me. Like, we don't have to talk all the time to be friends. We don't have to text all the time to be friends. We don't need to meet up for coffee on the regular. Honestly, we just try to do a Saturday morning play day every few months and we text when we can. And neither of us ever has to doubt that we're still friends, even if months go by, you guys, because we just know that the other one is busy working and being a mom of two and being a wife. And that comes first. It just does. It, it comes first for her and for me. And so every time I have another mom friend that works, it just feels like a little bit of a special bond between us because we just really, truly understand where the other one is coming from. And it's not that I can't be friends with other women and other moms. It's just that a working mom doesn't care one bit that I'm not really super available. Do you know what I mean? Brandon, let's pause this episode for a second and talk about the new Fools in Love merchandise. Sure. We are so excited to have our Do It Anyway hats and t-shirts available for purchase online. We've created a wearable reminder for ourselves and for you that even when things are hard or you don't feel like it or the motivation is nowhere to be found, we've got to do it anyway. 
That's right. Brandon actually has Do It Anyway tattooed on his arm to remind him to keep pursuing, even when the going gets tough. Thankfully, the t-shirts and hats are cheaper and less permanent than getting a new tat. (laughs) That's for sure. So head on over to foolsinlovepodcast.com to grab up your hat or t-shirt today. Okay. This one's a big one. We have to let go of keeping up with the stay-at-home moms. I mean, working mamas, we just can't do it like they can. I'm sorry. We just can't. Or if, or if you can, let me know. Maybe I'm just the worst. But I really, truly feel like we just can't do it like they can. So we got to stop comparing our homes, our kids, and frankly, our lives to them. Stay-at-home moms are this amazing, special brand of moms, right? And I'll just never be cool enough to be them. They spend all their time with their kids, and that's so, it's beyond admirable, honestly, for me. They just work so hard. I mean, dare I even say it? I think their job is actually like way harder than working outside the home. But also, they just start spending 50 hours a week away. So they might have more time to get some other things done that as a working mom, it's basically impossible to do. Like, listen, I'm never going to cook organic meals for my kids. My house is so far from spotless. I mean, so far. And I think it's going to remain that way until my kids move out one day. I am not going to create crafts and activities for my kids. And guys, I struggle. Oh my gosh, I struggle with this one because on Instagram, all the moms, I mean, obviously not all the moms, but in my head, all the moms, you see what I'm saying? They all like have all these amazing, like they have the sandbox activities and the crafts and, you know, for Valentine's day, they're going to do all these amazing things. And there's like these family play dates and all these special, amazing things. And I'm like, I, what, what? Like, I'm just not going to do that. I, I just can't do that. It's beyond my capabilities right now. If I want to be alive for my children, I have to allow myself to not do those kind of things because it's just not me. My creativity, I do have it, but it's it's for blogging. It's for creating things in this realm of this podcast and this blog and all of these things. It is not for doing crafts with my children. It's just not. It's, it is what it is. And I had to let go of that guilt, and so do you, by the way. If that's not you, if that's not what you want to be doing, then you have to tell yourself, hey, that's okay. I don't have to keep up with these other Instagram moms, these other real-life moms. I just can't, and I'm going to be totally 100% on board with that. That one I feel really passionate about, obviously, because, oh my gosh, I just, ugh, it's just, it's, it's out there everywhere. You just feel like, You just honestly feel like all the time you're just not measuring up to Pinterest and Instagram. And it's just not fair. It's not a real depiction of what a working mom's life could possibly be. So let it go. Another thing that I've worked hard on, and you should too, and I'm still learning, and I'll always be learning this, is understanding what great lessons you're teaching your kids. Guys, we're showing our kids what women and moms are capable of. We're showing our kids that if you want to be a great boss, a great employee, a great friend, a great wife, and a great mom all at the same time, you can. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be perfect with all of these simultaneously, and there are seasons where one becomes more than the other, but it is possible to do them all pretty well. Now, there are all kinds of moms, and it isn't wrong or right to be any of the kind of mom, but it is possible to do them all well. Another thing that this teaches our children is that there are all kinds of moms, And it isn't wrong or right to be any of those kinds. If all my kids ever saw was a working mom, or if all my kids ever saw was a stay-at-home mom, or if all my kids ever saw was a work-from-home mom, 
then that would just be what they thought. They wouldn't ever realize that you could be another kind of mom, and that's fine too. But by allowing our kids to see all the different types of moms and parents and parenting styles, we're just showing them that all of that is okay. There's no one right way. There's many right ways. So when you can really grasp what you're teaching your children and that you're showing your kids what a freaking rock star you can be and that the other mom across the street, the other mom in the, in the classroom, the other mom wherever is also a rock star, that's power. Also, I want you guys to skip all the extras if you need to. Like, can I be just brutally honest right now? We don't buy stuff for our kids' teachers for all the holidays. Like on Valentine's Day, parents were rolling in with flowers for the teachers, candy for the teachers. Not us. Not us. That's okay. When the extra stuff is overwhelming, like buying teacher gifts for everything, buying supplies for every class party, then skip some or all of it. It doesn't mean that you never ever do anything helpful or buy a teacher a gift or buy the supply for the class party because we do all of that. But it does mean to let go of the obligation to do all of it all the time. Do you see the difference? When I skip the stuff that feels overwhelming and I just do the stuff that I want to do or do it occasionally, then I feel a lot better about that because I'm not stepping outside of the home or work wife or the workplace every two minutes to accomplish something for a classroom. And when I skip all the extras, I just feel better about my life. That's it. I don't think I'm probably supposed to say that. But when I skip all of it, or a lot of it, or some of it, I just feel better. And here's another thing that you need to know in this episode today. It's okay to love your work. Did you hear that? Did you hear me say that? It's okay to love working. I hope that you love working. And if you don't, man, let's make a plan so that you can get out of there, that you can find something you do love to do, that you can find something you are interested in. If you want to stay home, but you're working right now, man, let's, let's figure this out. Let's figure out a way that you can be a little more financially free so that you can accomplish that one day, okay? But if you're like me and you love to work, I need you to hear that it's okay to love your work. My cousin and I will text back and forth about motherhood, work, all the things. And on more than one occasion, we have discussed how we don't get how stay-at-home moms even do it. They're the real MVPs. But we both enjoy working outside the home. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves of that and each other of that. And we have no desire to stay home with our kids. So we have to say, hey, P.S., that's okay. I think some people will probably judge me for saying that. But I don't want to stay home and I love working. And that's what works for my family and for me. And it's okay if that's what works for your family too. It's okay also if you stumbled upon this episode and you are a stay-at-home mom. You can love doing your thing too and we can still be friends. No matter what you're doing, it's okay to be doing it and it's okay to love doing it too. So by now, I hope you've heard the message loud and clear. That being a working mom does not make you a bad mom. Being a working mom doesn't mean you don't love your kids or your spouse. It's hard to be a mom, period. Being a working mom might make it harder for you to relate to or become friends with the moms who don't work outside of the home, but you can still be friends with them. You can also just find other moms who work too as an even bigger support system. Mamas, you're doing a great job. You truly are. Now go on and start or finish up that workday, okay? Hey B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. 
Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love Podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 